Hello, welcome to the Shock Hypers. Yes, it's Danny and Brian from the Stock Hypers, your favorite uh, internet. My favorite. Um, what's that? Hopefully, Hopefully come on, Dan. Yes. Have some confidence. Yes. We are okay. the Stock Hypers, and we are talking about uh, financial stuff. We're talking about stocks, um, how our portfolios do, and how bad we can be at this whole thing. Right, Danny? Uh, yes, some weeks are better than others, yes. Right. But what we are good at, and what brought us into this spectrum, is um, both of us have been in e-commerce for a while, and when COVID hit, we got into it really, really hard. Big so Big what we would do is have a couple of special episodes where we talk about e-commerce sites that people use to um, make their small businesses work. And um, the first one we're going to start off with is Danny's favorite. Yes, Etsy which we like. It's made for the one-person shop. Uh, Brian and I had both been in business previously to it, and then we had to be like the old dogs learn new tricks, adapt it, and Etsy was great for it. So that is why we chose Etsy. Yes, Etsy's been great for us, um, and uh, we'll talk about um, what kind of products that we have and uh, what we seem to think works on Etsy as compared to eBay, Amazon, and just your own Shopify account, plus Pinterest, We'll go through all of them eventually, but Etsy was the perfect place to start off because uh, Danny owns Etsy stock. Etsy yes. stock just had their earnings report. And how did they do? Um, I haven't heard, Brian. This is news. Did Etsy's report? Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Etsy is having their earnings report tomorrow. Okay. Careful. I just had a heart attack. So I, that was a good time by heart attack medicine company. That's no, right. I don't know what Pinterest just, I'm still traumatized from the Pinterest collapse. Oh, yes, Pinterest did so yes. well, but I bet Etsy does. I bet Etsy does great. Yeah, Etsy, Etsy has done well, Brian. We're going to take a quick look here. We'll just look at how their sales have been um, to do this. So this, there is right now, there's about four and a half million active sellers on Etsy. And four and a half million people selling crap million. on Etsy. And the revenue is about $1.25 which if you look up from 2012, it went from millions to billions. So Etsy's been on a tear. We're just showing that you can tell by the graphs we just shown there that they had a huge boost in 2020. So they were huge beneficiaries of the COVID. They were well positioned as a company that sells online. It's 20 cents to start up per item to sell. It's fantastic. So you saw the revenue has been skyrocketing there. Okay, so we're going to go into a little bit of how you sell on Etsy, what it takes to start your um, your account, and what products do well from our perspective on Etsy now. Do you want to sell cars on Etsy? No, you do not want to sell cars, Brian. And you can, of of Etsy sales, the top 80% is five categories. You can see from the top, it's housewares and home furnishings. Then it's jewelry and accessories, craft supplies, apparel, party supplies, and then beauty, which has really grown now to be the sixth largest. So those are the main categories on there. Anything homemade. So you can't sell cars, Brian, but what do, what would be nice is something, let's say, like uh, those fuzzy dice to hang from your window. They're unique that you do it. Some spin on it. Say you like a certain niche or something like that. That's the kind of stuff that sells on Etsy. And I think the customer base that buys on Etsy really gravitates toward um, something unique, something that they're not going to find on Amazon, on Amazon or correct. Walmart.com or Target.com. They're looking for unique, specialized, and, and a lot of times even um, one-offs. So right. if, you have, if you're like an artisan that makes jewelry or clothing, you'll probably end up doing really well and finding a great audience on right. Etsy. Brian, let me ask you a quick question. What is the number one selling item on Etsy? What would you guess? I would never have guessed it. 
number oh. one selling. Oh, interesting. You know what? I don't know. I'm going to take a wild guess, and I'm going to say it's some sort of jewelry. Actually, that's not it. It's actually autographed pictures of me topless is the number one selling oh, item on that. But now close number two, Well, Brian, that's not a surprise. No. Uh, also, yeah. uh, the, the number one selling item is stickers, believe it or not. Stickers. Isn't that crazy? Stickers. 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 number one selling item. Wow. I looked in that. The number one selling person that sells, they were not going to show up because I'm not sure. They, I'm sure they'd want it, but just for... I guess whatever. It's someone that sells stickers and organizes. It's crazy. Some of the companies on there are, do gigantic numbers, dude. They do hundreds of sales a day, day in, day out. So it really wow. varies quite a bit. I sell accessories on there. It's worked out great for me, much better than eBay. And we'll get into that later. Then I don't do Amazon for a variety of reasons. So, yeah, amazing what sells. So, so what does it take to start an Etsy company? Well, it's here from experience. I was thinking about doing it, COVID hit, and then I thought real serious about doing it. So you have a product, let's say you want to sell a hair accessory, let's mm -hmm. say you want to sell bobby pins, and you make them bedazzled or something like that, or t let's just take t-shirts. You're a t-shirt maker, it's cheap, you get a screen print thing, you have, you're a great artist, you can sell that. You sign up for Etsy, costs nothing, you put in your bank account, take literally 20 minutes, doesn't cost you a cent, it only costs you 20 cents an item to start. Real simple. They hold your hand through it. They handle all the transactions, all the credit card fees. They charge 5% of sale, 3% for the credit card transaction, and 20 cents per item sold. So it's a very, very low bar of entry. It's going to depend on you how well you do. Do you need a business license to start an account? They, I have one. I don't recall them asking. Do you, Brian? No. Yeah. I don't think they care. No, they just want you on there. They have certain parameters unless you break it. Um, like if you do a copyrighted item, I had a situation with that with Baby Shark, Hair Bows, those chumps. And I got shut down even though other people had it. But surprisingly, Mickey Mouse ears are all over the place. So it's kind of, kind of odd. But by and large, they're on your side. The more you sell, the better they do. Great to work with. Couldn't be happy with them. Okay, so then you um, you create your account, you take some great pictures, you put them up, you have a listing fee of twenty cents per item that renews every four months. Right. So, so every four months, yeah. Unless it sells, if it sells, and you only have one of those, then you're going to have to relist it. But with that, you know, it tells you it asks you how many have. You have a hundred items, you put that, you don't have to pay the twenty cents once. So right. Yeah. And so um, yes, yeah, so then there and there is well, there's well, a renewal. After four months, Which and then you also, yes, and then there's two different ways for you to get um, advertising. One you can't opt out of, which is Etsy. Periodically, will take your item and they will advertise it on the internet, on the regular internet, like Google, mm -hmm. like Bing, like Facebook, wherever. And if your product sells through one of those ads, then it's a fifteen percent. Of your sale charge and on that brian i've had a few did it that way that is actually recent that started about nine months ago would you say they started doing it that? started before the pandemic and then once that okay. um once the pandemic hit to help etsy people out they did um it was three months i believe of, okay there was no percentage that Etsy. oh they didn't charge that's right okay yeah, this was a yes. really really mensch thing for them to do they did not charge for the first three months of that pandemic on those advertising uh, sales. But really, Brian, it's worth it because if, if it doesn't sell, you don't pay for it. If you sell oh, not, 15%, not, I wish um, everything was like that, actually. It's, they're yeah. all pretty pro. They're very pro-micro-business to their credit. They've really been over backwards to like like what Brian was saying with the advertising. Hey, we'll do it for you. Just trust me. We got it, and I'll trust them, and I'm, I'm happy with it. So, 
Right. The other one that you opt into and pay for is Etsy ads, where they're going to advertise across the Etsy platform um, with keywords. And um, it's basically you add your own keywords to your listing. It also works with your title. So you, if you are creating an ad um, for your product, make sure that your title, and they're very generous with the amount of, of uh, letters that you can use, but you want to make sure that it's very descriptive and keywords are in your title as well. So Brian, when they do advertising, what do you have to do to do it? How does how hard is that to figure out the stuff if you're a vendor? So, so Etsy does a really good job, I think, of advertising for the beginner shop. What you can't do is you can't dive in and, and um, pick how much you're gonna spend on the keywords. They basically automate everything. So you just tell them how much you wanna spend with a $3 minimum that's um, $3 per day. Yes, yeah, sorry. So they have a vary from, right, 3 to $50 a day. So when you sign up and do Etsy ads, you literally click in the site, how much do you want to spend, what items, you just click a box, everything in your store, or just certain items, and that's it. So it's real simple, very very void of choices. And what Brian was saying with all the keywords, you make sure your keywords are done in your listings already, in your title, they give you a separate thing for it, materials. And so when you go to advertise, it's just click, I want to spend this much a day, I want these items, and that's it. Very simple. And you have, and you have no, um, you do not know what each click is going to be charged at. Yeah, that's kind of weird. You it tells, only tells you paying, afterwards, right? Yeah, you're only paying per clicks. And, and they, do, they do a good job of giving you some, um, some information about how many times your ad is viewed on the page, and then how many clicks, and then how many times people purchase it. They do and a what what products are the most popular within your catalog. So, right. um, and as an example, very general, but I think very effective. Yeah. And, and again, they make it simple. They understand they're mostly one person businesses, some of them part-time. I like the fact that the heavy lifting for us, like for example, right now I have $6 a day listing, but it's been averaging $2 a day. I only have four items. I have about 50, 60 items on there and I didn't want to burn through it real quick. So, you can actually say I'll spend up to six, and then maybe some days it only hit for three, only two. Summertime, I think, is a little bit slower time for all these places. So, yeah. if you have an autographed picture of Danny that is topless, prices. and those are your keywords. Yes. Now, there may not be that many people searching for it. Now, I could be wrong about this. You're probably but wrong But if you spend $10 worth of advertising per day, right. and you know we don't have that many people searching for the Danny T-shirt. Yes. Problem. Yeah, it's kind of weighing in pop. I think everyone who wants it's not going to spend all your money. Yes, exactly. So, so Etsy again is very small business friendly. They do all the stuff that we're not sure about. We're not advertising experts, so they handle it. Do we want to deal with what credit cards we take? They handle it. Shipping, they spell it out. Where do you want to ship it to? Click, click, click. Oh, very this simple. Is great too. The the shipping is um is uh, low cost compared to if you were to take it somewhere else to have it shipped like your post office or postal annex. And you print it out really easily through the app. When you yes, have a sale, everything it tells you exactly, it calculates how much um, the shipping is gonna be. Um, the customer pays for the shipping unless you decide to give them free shipping. And you're gonna only do that if they spend $35. So right, they, Etsy they really pushed through that. Etsy, yeah, Etsy wants a free shipping at 35. I have mine at two ninety nine shipping across the board. For you can go from, you can set your shipping if you have let's say like like me fifty items. You pay two ninety nine once. It makes you want people buy more items in the same store. So or you know free shipping and put in the price. You know however you want to do it. 
you can do it that way. Or they have a setting where you set in the weight per item and where it goes to and they will calculate it. I'm not a big fan of that because it brings confusion to the customer. But there's different ways and they handle it all that way. And there's no worries about uh, prime shipping. <laughs> yes. You don't have to worry about getting your product out the next day. Because like, if you're selling on Amazon and um, you want to keep your customers happy there, they're so used to getting their stuff shipped and delivered within two days. Um, the Etsy clientele are not like that. I'm, you are yeah, not struggling with those things as a small business. And Brian, just on that note, you can set in your, when you set up your account, they ask you shipping, how long you going to ship it. You can put, I ship it in two weeks, if it's handmade, a week, five days, next yeah. day. It's always considered Monday through Friday. So if someone orders, if you have next day shipping, they order on Tuesday, you need to ship it out by Wednesday or Etsy will give you a warning, hey, ship it out. Or if it's on a Friday, they don't do it till Monday. And that's one of the metrics sure. that Etsy does find important. And you know what else I like when you um, are making a listing for Etsy? You can um, have a customization for it. You can have it uh, personalized. And um, that could be uh, easily done if, if you want like something to be engraved. Or yeah. if you want also a certain um, variety of a product. So color, size, that kind of stuff. Really easy, yeah. uh, straightforward to do on the listing. Right. I think you'll notice that the people that sell on Etsy are much happier with dealing with Etsy than, for example, people selling on either eBay and especially Amazon. Most sellers, as we went into the next podcast with Amazon, Brian can attest to, they sell on Amazon because you have to. No one likes working with them. No one. Thumbs down on that one. Etsy, thumbs up. So it makes it easy. So. You can tell which way uh, Danny's leaning well, on all of this. Am I right? Stuff. Am I right? Brian, you sell on both, right? Not to get into it, but... What is a better experience? Just the experience itself. Well, we're not going to do a compare and contrast. I'm not going to. Okay. I'm not going to fall into this trap of yours, okay. Danny. You don't have to pick one. <laughs> um, but what I will say about uh, so what a couple negative things mm -hmm. for Etsy. Now, it's a much smaller market than Amazon, much more specialized. Right. Um, but that's good because if you have a niche product, I think it can excel on this platform. Um, the thing that I really don't like is. Uh, they allow you now, this is a recent ad, to do videos for your products. So you can have a number of pictures, maybe even, I, I think it's 12 or 13 ah, pictures, and you can pictures. have one video. Right. My dog doesn't like this either, this video thing, but there's no sound on your video. That's the problem. Yeah, and why they don't you have sound? Yeah, you're, and Brian's dog is not happy about that. So basically, when you put your Etsy up there, they give you space for 10 pictures. You can't pay for more. You can't do less. So if you're, you have an item, that, let's, say you have a, let's say a T-shirt, and you have variations, you somehow have to fit it in the 10 pictures. So there's a little bit of limitation that way. And the video Brian's talked about, they started probably about six, seven months ago adding those. So the video, I think I believe it's 10 seconds. There is no sound. That would fill up one of your picture slots. Etsy is really pushing vendors to do that. So... Yeah, Brian's right in the start, but you don't have to get it copyrighted. You just put it up that way, and you're good to go. Yeah, I like the inclusion of video. I would just like it to have some because if you're going to have a video to help explain what your product is, it would be it would be nice to have a voice to it so that you can do that rather than yeah, it's a good point, you know, right? And, and so short. I don't mind it being short. That's fine. Um, 10, 15 seconds. I thought it was fifteen seconds. Well, oh, it might be time. fifteen. You're right. Yes, but you but you should have the ability to give like a little commercial for the product. And not only that, I think Etsy, what I've noticed in their um, emails, when they talk about your shop and give you advice, one of the things that they push is having a personality to your shop, which is usually the proprietor, the artisan. And 
if yes. you had this chance to introduce yourself to your audience, to your clientele through your voice, that might be very helpful. Oh, yeah, I never thought about it. You're right. That with a video, that would do it that way. Yeah, Etsy's, Etsy's very good about that. One of the things you'll uh, surprise me on Etsy is how much you're going to talk to the customer. You have the ability to message your buyers or people can message you with a question about your item. Hey, can you do this or that? And you do it back. So you have a much more personal relationship with the person. And I think that's a big plus. And I've got lots of reviews. Of course, mine is a five-star out of five review, as you can imagine. Of course. Nearly perfect. But it, people like the customer service. That really just comes down to common courtesy and common sense. People I want to be treated. But you'll get people that will do questions. Etsy is one of their metrics they're real big on is answering those same day. They're real big on how fast you answer. So even if you wrap it up, always you'll end with like a thumbs up emoji or something. So Etsy knows that you answer them every time. Yeah, I could attest to this because um, selling uh, the same product on Amazon and the same product on Etsy, the review process, I mean, the reviews on Amazon are just, they're torturous, absolutely torturous. <laughs> I wasn't going to go the, to this level, but I really need to say this. The Etsy clientele, the Etsy shoppers are so much kinder. Yes. Um, they are not toxic. trying to Non-toxic. Non-toxic. Yeah. It's non-toxic. And they're and they understand they're, they're buying great. they like it right they're buying from a one or two person shop which they like it's like when you go shopping it's like a strip mall or you go into the old downtowns they have like a little a bunch of shops you're on vacation in Santa Barbara so it's, it's much more like that so but with a much bigger audience okay can we Brian let's look at a couple stats if we could for just to go to the yeah, basic please. stats so mm -hmm. Etsy in 2020 they did 10 and a quarter billion dollars of gross merchandise. Now mobile is 61%, mobile being in iPads and iPhones or in Brian's case the old crappy uh, what do you, what is that is a Samsung? I don't even know what it's called. We'll get into it anyway. Um, they generated 1.72 revenue out of that. They have over 4 million sellers, 81 million buyers, 1200 people work at. And then of course that's that, that's the basic stats. As you can see by the charts earlier, it's grown exponentially, and for good reason. So, while they have eighty, almost eighty-two million active buyers, did you active. get that stat? Yeah, that's crazy. And this has yeah. really grown. Etsy almost doubled in the pandemic. They were just so well positioned. They had the bugs out of the way. They are perfect thing for a one-person shop to go right into it. They made it easy. I do a little bit of advertising. I think if you're advertising with them, they kind of get you more in what I call the jet stream. You kind of get more looks some way. So you may not get it from that item, but my traffic always goes up when I advertise. So I think it helps you if you do that a couple bucks a day. And I've also noticed that I actually have good international traffic on Etsy without even trying. Okay, it's really right. I have a lot of stuff going. That And here's another plus for the seller who has an international audience because – what happens when you make a sale to the UK, Canada, um, what's another third world country, Australia? Sorry, that was a, that was a jab. Um, when you have those sales, you don't have to ship it. Uh, you don't do any paperwork or anything like that. You ship it to a distribution center close to your location. Um, ours is in California, in Southern California. It just gets shipped to this distribution location with a pre-printed thing that you you know you you've uh, printed out on your computer, popped on your box, and from there it's taken and done all the customs paperwork by Etsy or this. So in other words, Brian, if you sell something to Britain, it's the same for the the, the seller as send it to Oregon. 
because they handle all the print, they handle all that stuff, right? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Brian, the seller, on many... the other hand, might have a little extra time than if I were to take it upon myself to do, you know, global priority or something like that. But um, that's just the way it works. I think it's very seller friendly in that. Right. And their numbers, Etsy's, their worldwide sales are about 38% of it. It really hasn't gone up that much. I'm sorry, about 36% of it. So it's a little bit more than a third. Pardon me, I think because maybe the whole sales went up, but it's. It started at 28%. Now it's about 34%, 36%. So um, there's probably room to grow there for the, for the sellers as well as for Etsy. Do you have many sales yourself, Brian, uh, abroad or no? Yeah, I'm surprised. I actually have a decent amount. I get a lot from Australia, UK, and Canada. Those are my uh, three. Mm -hmm. But I right. definitely had stuff you know, from uh, from other countries as well. Right. And again, Etsy makes it simple. So Etsy takes care of all the red tape bottom line right yes yeah just you, you click and print real simple so one of the metrics that there's a new thing called the star shop which is coming out next month right oh tell us about that the star then, shop so. right so they have three metrics if you have five star reviews that's me right if you respond if you respond on messages <clears throat> again two for two and to make it a clean sweep, do you send stuff on time? I have, of course, next day shipping. And, of course, I do send stuff on time. So if you essentially want to be like Danny, you'll get to be a star shop. And I, this is starting September 1st. They put a star by it. So what they're trying to do is they're kind of trying to incentivize buyers. Hey, look, at answer people they talk to you, send it on time, and, and have a good product. So you get five-star reviews. And I really don't have a problem with that. Now, the only problem I have is, Brian, did you say, did, is there a fee for that for the sellers? Or no? No, no, no fee for that. Okay. No, it's not a fee. You're kidding me. You're pulling my chain. No, Danny, I think um, when I was, so I was doing a little deep dive as well um, before this podcast on certain things about Etsy that I wasn't familiar with. And as we were talking about how to set up your account, there is a tier up. Um, there's a plus account. Now, I did, I wasn't even aware of this. Wait, Etsy uh, but plus? It is, like, is it like Disney plus kind of? It's like Disney Plus without any of the uh, videos. Okay. <laughs> Once right. again. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Etsy Plus is ten bucks a month. Now, Danny, that you rings a bell. I, I'm cheap, so I probably haven't looked back. I probably blew out of my mind. Okay, Brian, go ahead. You you do pay for this, and um, I can tell because what? if you want to have your your store site to have featured items and also oh. a carousel on the top with imagery that's right those rather than just one banner you pay ten dollars a month wow i did not even know that i need to do my accounting better now what you do get when you do spend that ten dollar a month is that little extra features when you're setting up your shop to make it a little bit i don't know a little bit more customized right but you also get a five dollar credit on advertising each month that's right yes that's right yeah, I did and you that. also get a $5 listing credit each month. So the listing is for, you know, your, your items. That you, right. That 20 that's right. So it's essentially free. That's right. I forgot about that. Okay. I did remember getting that. Yeah, I'm yeah. happy with it. Stuff like that. If you sell enough, you're going to burn through the 10 right away. Because I, I spent on advertising six a day, so that's already paid for. So that's half of it. And the listings, because I do do quite a bit, it's mostly paid for. So for the most part, that's right. I forgot about that when I set it up. That's interesting. 
Yeah. Little sneaky little. Um, I'm not even using that at the moment. I really like to. The one that I. The well, Brian, that I like there's to... two kinds of people in this world, baby. There is Etsy Plus, and then there isn't. You know, <laughs> it's, again, dividing line. So. If you're not. If you're not going to advertise, then and if you only have one or you know just a few products, it's probably not worth it unless you just want that mm -hmm. extra um, different picture options. Um, as from what I can tell, there's no other ad, there's no other things there that would add value um, to make it worth it. Right. But as, so, if you yeah. are advertising, yeah, even if you're doing three bucks a day, you're totally going to eat into five. The, you know, right. in a month, you're going to totally make use of that right. five and bucks. You, and also that the other five dollars, what kills the 20, 20 cent listings, right? So as those renew, yeah. you don't, right? So for the most part, it goes up. Yeah. So again, Etsy is great for the one person part timer. And if you look, mm -hmm. there's like I said, some companies on there they will sell on eBay, they sell on Amazon, they sell on Etsy. The pretty big shops. It's pretty obvious what they are. So it does run the gamut. And I think if you talk to most Etsy sellers like us, all in all, Brian, I, I mean, you have to say they do a good job, don't you? I think they do a really good job. I'm yes. very happy and um, and glad that I'm still selling on Etsy. There are times that uh, that um, my things have been my 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 sales have been lacking. Um, but uh, after adjusting a few things, mm -hmm. taking a look at at what may not have been working, and moving those things around, um, it it just pops back up. And then another great thing about them is uh, if you this customer really loves to shop for holidays. So whenever the holidays come around, no matter what it is, you can really cater to them either through keywords, which I, I love to do, which is let's say Father's Day is coming up. I'll put in one of the keywords, Father's Day gift, whether it is or not. <laughs> but, you know, those are the types of things that people are really typing into their okay, Brian, let, let me stop you right there. When you say you put it in your site, do you put it in your title or description? When you do I will put it in both, depending on what it is. So, one of our um, one of our products that we sell a lot is I'll just give a for, for instance is a massage candle. Okay. So, before Valentine's Day, all of the massage candle listings in the uh, title uh, went uh, at the end just said you know great Valentine's gift, and then also in the keyword phrases i put you know valentine's gift and, and for keywords you can only do 13 keywords and so, so it's a real quick people etsy will give you it'll say keywords add up to 13 so that's another mm -hmm. way to put them in there okay brian go ahead yeah and so then uh and so then once so once valentine's was over then i i switched it over then it was maybe mother's day or something like that but each time i was trying to cater towards that next holiday and let's go uh, the importance of that so you have three shots at it now one it's it's You'll see sometimes a title, let's say you put in, let's just say a hair bow. Well, you'll put in hair bow, then you put different things on there. So it might just be a hair bow, but there'll be like some companies will use like 10 different words in there because they know it tracks the keywords. So it's important mm -hmm. to have one keyword there, then you have your description up to 13 keywords. And then as you describe the item, you put the keyword again. So you really want to blanket what's important. Yeah. So it's almost like a hashtag when you're on Twitter, the importance of keywords. And the more you have them in there, the more it's going to come up. So when Brian does that, he blasts. He has three chances, let's say, to put Mother's Day, Father's Day, et cetera. Yeah. A good tip if you are trying to sell something on Etsy is um, take a look at something, a competitive listing. Always. Uh, one of the most popular ones. Look and see how their titles are structured. Like everything and you steal from each other. Absolutely. Yeah. Take it. That's how I went there is you're researching, sit there and do Etsy. Whatever you're selling, you know, let's just sell, again, a T-shirt. 
put in uh, Joe Biden t-shirts or whatever, Donald Trump t-shirts, whatever it is, and see what comes up and just take their ideas because they're going to do it to you. That's how it goes. So, What about pictures, Danny? Do you have any advice on the imagery? Yeah, pictures are very important. The better the picture, it, it's important, and that might be the trickiest. That's a good question. I have what's called a photo box. A lot of people have it. It's about a two foot by two foot. has lights over it. It's good for static items. Let's say in my case, case hair accessories. You can put something on there, a clip, and show it. You can take up to 10 pictures per, per item which can be tricky sometimes there's a lot of colors or different styles of the same item. So a photo is very important. One of the things that I've done is even if you go into Google and say how to take good pictures on Etsy, the first five results will be Etsy forum, which Etsy has great ones and then people spin off into it. So you can always do it that way and get tips. It varies quite a bit. If you can, it's always good to get a, pic a person in the picture or you want to have some kind of perspective, whether it's for size, um, you know, 3D different things like that. So picture is probably the thing that most sellers will struggle with to get down. Can't underestimate the enough because that's what they're seeing. That's why Brian likes the videos. He knows the importance of conveying your message that way as well. Here's a pro tip. If you are not good at taking pictures and editing them, what you should do is you should go on to uh, another one of our favorite companies, Fiverr. Fiverr, great. Yes. You should go on to Fiverr and you can find somebody who will do great pictures for you. Even even if you have to send them your item for them to do it, um, it's a better option than not having a good picture yes. on. and especially if a relatively high ticket item and not that many. If you're selling a bunch of stuff, like hundreds of items, which is kind of rare, maybe not, but Brian's right. If you have a few key items like that, it'll pay for itself. No question about it. And again, yeah. look at other people's pictures. See what you like and don't like. But that's probably, I would say, man, maybe the main thing. Wouldn't you, Brian? How important yeah, that is. imagery is everything um, on that. Right. Part. So, like when I sell pictures of me, like of my statues, it's Photoshop for probably 30 hours worth to get it just right. So, yeah, pictures obviously very important and a little bit different. They like the artisan stuff. So you'll see a lot of times you'll have like a wreath on like an old wooden door or a wooden bench or it's out in the flowers. Again, you go more the artisan stuff. Think more of the cute boutique store on the cute little downtown as opposed to the to the strip mall where there's some tweaker doing drugs out in the side alley. And here's a compare and contrast because when you when you have your main picture on Etsy, um, I think you really want to have it in kind of like a lifestyle type of uh, imagery. Mm -hmm. Whereas yes. when you do it on Amazon, it has to be on a white background, only the product, otherwise it won't even work. So um, a big difference between there. Right. And it's always, as a rule of thumb, if you can get people in there or a living thing, like Brian said, a lifestyle. So it may not dominate the picture. Let's say, again, it's just, let's say it's a t-shirt or a hair bow. If someone's wearing it and it's a small thing in the picture, that's still going to be very effective. It'll rope them in. Emotional connection, you know, what Steve Jobs is famous for. So that's also a big one. And if we can, um, if we can move it just to, you know, I, I don't know if you're listening to it and you want to create your own Etsy store. Or, if, I mean, really, if you are just a shopper, it is, and you haven't tried Etsy, you really need to. If you want to buy a gift for somebody, this is the best place to do it because yeah. you can find I bought this my Christmas unique, gifts there. Awesome. Yeah, very, very unique, special yeah, items. Coffee there. mug. You can have coffee mugs to order. You can have, you know, monogram stuff, anything you want. It's actually, it is a great site and it's well run, and you can see why the stock has gone up and you see why their numbers are growing. Right. And, and everyone, again, it's, and as we've talked before in our other podcasts with like things like Pinterest and Etsy, it's a very toxic free. You kind of feel the buyers are rooting for you. You might get the occasional asshole, I guess, but I haven't yet. You know, I've had, again, 
five-star reviews. But most people are understandable. They like that it's different. You give them a deal and very unique, and, and they're into it. They don't, they don't want to save... You know, as Brian told me about pricing, is they're not in there to get the lowest price. And Amazon, it's just brutally cutthroat prices. Everyone has it. The good thing about Etsy is you probably have more unique item, and it gives a little bit of price leeway. So you don't have to be quite as tight on the margin. You do a little bit more time with it. And buyers will pay an extra dollar or two more, and it's well worth it. I did, the, I did the same thing when I went Christmas shopping. I thought, man, you can't beat it. You know, it's like going to a flea market or it's a farmer's market all in one, and it's great. Here's another pro tip. I was just thinking about this while you were talking. Um, your the difference between um, Etsy and Amazon is also apparent when you think about your relationship with the customer, because you can have a relationship with this customer. And will have. Where yes. you can't on on Amazon. Yes. And yes, it will. And one uh, pro tip to do is there's an option to do um, coupons to customers who favor your item. So this is a uh, unique to Etsy, whereas you have your items on there, somebody can favor them, which shows up in their own account that they favored it, but also it acts kind of like as a, a placeholder or like something that they don't know if they want to buy yet, or maybe they're going to buy it later on. But what you can do is when they do favor it, then um, they'll get an email if they opt into emails with Etsy. Which most do, most do. Most do. And um, it will send them a coupon uh, after a couple of days if they have not purchased it so that they can um, go back to it. Right. So, you'll see, so it's kind of like liking something on Instagram or Facebook, but it's called favorite. Hey, they favored your shop, favored your item. And part of the reason doing that is they'll do it and just to see if a lot of people do it. Hey, I'm liking this. I'm going to see if this if these guys give me a 10 or 20 percent off coupon. Right. And there's yes. also, Brian, tell them if you would about something about in, in the shopping cart as well. Yeah, if somebody uses it in the shopping cart as well, you can send them a coupon. It's, so you have kind of two ways. Again, Etsy makes it simple. So what Brian mentioned, favorite shop, you have a coupon that way. Or if some, people will leave them in the shopping cart. You'll see when you look at certain items, you'll see, hey, you know, whatever favorite, X amount of people favor the shop or 15 people have this item in their shopping cart. Then also has Etsy, when you do different marketing, they have different ways to do it. You can do blanket discounts, discount a certain amount, give them a free shipping. They have real simple ways to do it, which is something I don't do that well. Brian is really good at that. I'm not at that. So he is much better at doing things of that nature. You can also um, remarket to your um, past customers. So somebody who's right. bought your um, item in the past, you can send them a coupon at a later date so that they can repurchase it, which is really nice. I, I like to put those out once again, when it comes down to the holidays. Um, they don't really allow you to spam the customers, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. It is really just up to them when they're gonna send it out and they have strict guidelines um, for those things. So. Yeah, that's a good point is Etsy tries to keep it all happy where you wanna get the emails from someone you bought from, not some bullshit spam thing, which it's everyone hates and it puts your back up and you're purposely not buy it that way. So have a little system yeah. like that. So it's, and, it's, and when you do the coupons, you can write it how you want. Hey, thanks for shopping with us. Here's an extra 15% off, whatever. People, everyone likes deals. I do. Everyone does. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a really, really well run, um, very easy to get involved with. And, uh, you know, I just think it's a terrific site. Uh, Danny, you know what I found out uh, recently, too, is that uh, Etsy does take this is a question I'm sure that some people would have on their mind because I know I would. Um, they take care of the sales tax. For most of, I think pretty much all the states. We're in California, and yeah. they take care of the California sales tax. I've never had any 
issues. Well, with, they have, um, I think they, I think they made a thing they have to do that all the big ones started doing that. So, because yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of hard if you're a vendor to go through and check, you know, you sold some in Delaware, then Montana. Yeah. So again, they made it simple. One thing, again, Etsy does, they really, they're really on your side. They make it simple. They, they have clearly put themselves in your shoes. This is like my first time selling or I'm going from a brick and mortar to this. Let's make it real easy for them. And it's as good as you want to make it. For the most part, I think all of us would give Etsy five stars as well. Would mm, you say, Just Brian? like you. Yeah, just like me. Hey, Brian, Dan, when do you... When do you get paid? When you make a sale? Well, Etsy sends out the cha-ching factor. I get it every week. It'll say, hey, Etsy, deposit this in your account. And two days later, there it is. And then it's off to Vegas or off to the horse tracks, baby. Two days later. No, it's every week, isn't every it? Every week, one? yeah. Week. What happened to an email? I get it, and I'll say Etsy's going to deposit. Hey, you have X amount coming. In my case, probably $2 million a week. Oh, and then you say two days later. And, and, and then it comes two days later. So that's how it works. Yeah, very handy. They do it. I get it on Mondays. Do you get it on Mondays too? Yes. I don't. I don't even know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Probably, Hello, yeah it's in there. Be. You know, they're not trying to scam anybody. I, you know, I've never had any. At first, I checked to make sure, and it all fits in. They, you yeah. know, they take because because they take the shipping. So you know, Etsy makes Brian about I think it's about eighty percent of their revenues from selling things, right? Well, twenty percent is made through advertising, so you pay to advertise, and also they take a little float off the shipping, but it's still less than eBay, by the way. So you can sell the same oh, item, right? Yeah. So, but you know, a couple pits. You know, the bastards from Etsy were scamming off the top of my shipping, huh? Yeah, but it's actually pretty pretty light. I'll give them okay. credit. Those, yeah, those guys take less than anyone else for shipping. So I'm real happy with them. So again, if you're based on a curve to the other ones, I think in terms of experience, I'm not. You know, you some people might do better on Amazon or eBay, but of all the things, I think clearly the best experience is Etsy. I don't think it's even really close, is it, Brian? I don't think so either. I no. think it's a great experience. I I wish. Uh, I wish they had the same volume as Amazon. Unfortunately, they don't, but maybe yeah. someday. And I'm sure there's a lot of sellers that probably do much better yeah. in their e, uh, the Etsy shop than they do in their Amazon shop just yeah. based on their product. And so Etsy's kind of kept, you know, me and Brian say they've kept its Etsiness as they've grown. Now, they're going to expand. Some people kind of get away from the home, you know, homemade stuff, but it's still the same theme. And I think they've really made an effort to not make it work. Oh, remember when Etsy was great two years ago? I think they're trying to avoid that with sellers. Is you want to keep sellers on their side. And I think to their credit, they've really done a good job of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's a great site. So, yeah. so highly let us know if you have any questions. Yeah. You can hit us at uh, stockhypers at gmail.com. Yep. What else visit, is going on with that? You can visit us at stockhypers.com. And you can see your daily snark and news. You can get. Oh man, there's so much snark in. Yes, yes, there is. Yes. So hold on a second. I got to go to stockhypers.com right now because. Can you pop that? Let me see what the newest snark is. Yes. Hold on. I'm going to share the screen because I just. And it's. I would say this is PG-13 rated. I know sometimes it's a little salty, but this is PG-13 rated. So you can go on there, much like uh, what is that one? The Drudge Report. Same kind of thing. Links to it. A little bit of snark. That way, you have links to the YouTube site. You can always Gmail us. Look at this. There it is. Stonk in the hood, the Robin Hood. Yeah. Oh, hey, there's one on Pinners. There you go. Okay, oh, yeah. that was me because I lost my money. The Pinners unite in bankruptcy court. Yeah, it's hysterical because I lost money. Yeah, really <laughs> funny on that one. So, anyway, that's the thing. There are links to all the fun stories today. So, if you're waiting in line at the bank somewhere else, of course, we don't text and drive. You have a few minutes. That's the idea. That's our site, Brian, right there. Is what did Kathy buy? Oh yeah, we love Kathy yeah, Wood. Click, click on that, Laura. Can you click it? Do you mind, Brian? 
No, no. Let's, let's go. High, are we going high tech here? Okay. What did Kathy buy now, today? Yes, right. And this is today's site. Uh, Brian posts this. Now you'll notice. Number one, Etsy. Come on. What are the odds of that? We actually did not plan that, did we? No. And she no, bought that's Snap. Right. Now she sold Snap. So that's, it's actually interesting to go in there because she's obviously tech focused. She's a lot like mm -hmm. me. Look at that. She just loves Unity. Loves it. And what other stock? Remember that big disastrous IPO, which wasn't disastrous, Robin Hood? Oh, Robin Hood. They all go down to the day uh, Friday. She bought a lot. There it is Robin right there. Hood right there. It's weird because both me and Kathy bought a lot of Unity Robin Hood. Huh. And Etsy. Interesting. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, you guys really. I haven't uh, seen her by Pinterest. I've not seen her by Pinterest. It makes me a little nervous. You know what no. I'm saying? It's usually she'll get sale stuff like me, right? It mm -hmm. dropped. That has dropped twenty seven percent now. Let's be clear. Over three days. Yeah. And she has still not bought it. I'm a little nervous about that. I'll be honest with you. But any case, yeah, that's she hasn't gone shopping for that one yet. It must not be done. She's selling a lot, a lot of Chinese crap. Uh, good for. Her. I don't get the UI pass. She loves that too. I'm not I have you. She's I have UI And wait, did, did she buy Square there or sell? She must have bought it or did she sell it. I saw it down there. Today? Yeah, I saw it somewhere. But my well, eyes look, Danny, there. you could always on your computer go to what did Kathy buy? Dot com or go to a link. You go to Stock Hypers. There's always that link there, so you can go to it really quick. It's actually a fascinating game to see if you're on the same track with it. So. Lots of things going. Again, this is Shop Hypers. And what is our next Shop Hypers little mini episode going to be, you think? Are we going to do I think we're going to go straight to the behemoth of Amazon for the Shop Hypers. Now, and for the people that don't know, Brian, Amazon is a e-retailer? Yeah, they're a – I think they um, sell books and some other things. Do you so. remember, Brian, when they had the – everyone was so hysterical back in 2000, the Amazon.toast. Do you remember that? Because they're done. They'll never make it. Do you remember that? <laughs> They're just so proud of themselves. Oh, Amazon dot toast. Aha, the business will never make it. Yeah. So Brian, I can attest to, has done very well on Amazon. I would say he is an absolute expert on that. He knows more about that than anyone. I have lots of friends that sell, do their business yeah. on there. It's hard to be an expert and on Amazon is. because it is a moving target. And, and everything okay, changes Brian, you have periodically. It, so. And they pull the rug out from under you. But we can go into that on the next one. Right. But Brian, uh, in all seriousness, I'm just going to be the interview on him because he is the Amazon master. Mm. So there's just and it's only because I deal on a daily basis and you with, love it. with fun problems. He just calls up with just how joyful in his voice about how these different uh, – he didn't call them opportunities, just call them challenges. You've had a chance, yeah. to, but you flew up to Seattle before, is that right? Oh, yeah, sat in their, sat in their offices. Oh, treated like gold, right, baby? They did. They treated us like gold. I definitely agree with that. And uh, yeah. Was, yeah. Was, it was a very eye-opening and enlightening to be there and yes. uh, he's yeah. in the action. Yeah. Brian has been the office of Amazon and also Walmart in Bentonville. Crazy, huh? Yeah, I've been to Bentonville. Which we one? Can talk, we can talk about uh, Walmart too at some point. Yeah, well, hey, Walmart.com. They're still struggling. I guess when you start 25 years late, that's a problem. <laughs> Crazy. Do you, one more thing before we go, but do you remember when, when Walmart used to have the biggest database except the U.S. military? Yes. They, they were known for, you know, for shipping yeah. real time. This is pre-blockchain. Well, they got yeah. their ass kicked by Amazon. I don't understand how that happens. I really don't. They got out Walmarted by Amazon. So, yeah. Well, anyway, it's hard, it's hard to blend old tech with new tech. Yeah. So yeah. good. Uh, Etsy, if you're thinking about it, give it a try. If you have any questions, you're welcome to email us. They're on your yeah. side. Very happy with them. You know, me and Brian aren't one to give glowing reviews. We're the first to bits like everyone else, but I'll give Etsy a lot of credit. So, 
Stockpipers at gmail.com if you want to ask us a question. Yeah. You can find us on YouTube as well. And um, Danny, this has been fun. I like the little switch up. Yes, it's nice. It's nice because we've done well for it. It's nice to have a big company that really isn't just a big asshole. You know what I'm saying? It really is. They're very Etsy. Yeah. It's happy. Everyone's in a good mood. It's like a basket full of puppies. It was an e-commerce site. That would be Etsy. Okay, guys. We'll see you. We'll do the next Stock Hypers in a couple days. A lot to talk yeah. about. And hopefully this tech comeback continues with a low yield. I think it will. I'm optimistic. Yeah. We will go out and make that money. That make that money. Okay, guys, we'll talk to you soon. Shop hypers. There you go. Out. <laughs> Bye. Out.